Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. And thanks to all our sponsors, our great partners, Brazos Landing. Boy, I think uh, Rebecca Lindsay, the whole gang over there. Aaron, I tell you, I, they just uh, joined us here in the past couple of days. I mean, it's right there in the shadows of Foster Pavilion. In fact, uh, boy, heard uh, John Morris. I mean, when he talks about something, you just kind of like, yeah, I want to go there. I want to stop what I'm doing and go over there. And Aaron, they have something that I think would fit our bill. The chicken fried steak slider. I mean, they're just not, to I mean, me, that sounds like something I need. Now, I mean, if they put a little, I mean, that's just trying to think of I mean, maybe even a little gravy on the side, maybe dip that in. I don't know. But still, that's a, that's an amazing option. And so it's, I mean, steak, seafood, salmon, oh, oh, oh. etouffee, some Cajun. Got some Cajun over there. It's um, it's fine dining. And Aaron, as I understand it, you can go, you know, have a nice meal. In fact, I'll probably do this. I'll probably do this before um, tomorrow night's game against Iowa State. I'll arrive, go get go get some to eat, and then. But now I have I have a great parking pass, so I may need to use that. But you can, you can just leave the eat there, leave the car there, and and stroll over to the pavilion. And I'll, you know, you'll we'll point the way. I mean, it's a it's a little bit of a different deal than, um, uh, you know. So uh, anybody there will kind of say, "Hey, take that little route here. You'll be fine." And uh, I think I think you would enjoy that. Just eating there and then making making the as you as everybody tries to figure out how best to navigate Foster. You know, in time, there'll be all kinds of more parking over there. But so far, the shuttle system has worked out pretty well. Aaron, I could kind of tell in your voice there, the chicken fried steak slider, (laughs) did that make an impression on you? Okay. (laughs) And... uh, Man, I just some of this. I've just been reading about some of the things on their menu, and it's nice. It's nice. Um, and uh, and again, I the previous place was a place that used to be in the warehouse district that I used to go to when I was a Baylor student and really enjoyed. But my goodness, that Brazos Landing, fine dining, and then go sit out on the water. Like on a nice day, it's you know lately it's been gorgeous. Just go sit out on the patio next to the water, Aaron. For some reason, man, I am I. If any place I can go and be next to the water, and it doesn't have to be the ocean, it can be the river. 
It can be a lake. Um, like there's a place out in Belton uh, that's, uh, what is that, the Dead Fish Grill? There's a place out there that I like on uh, Lake Belton, and it's just any place I can I can kind of sit out there and be next to the water. Even the Cajun place, Aaron, in town, out in like Robinson, it's kind of like it's got a little tank or something it's next to, but I can sit out there next to the water. I'm kind of into that. So, uh, but to be right there on the Brazos River, I can't imagine there are a lot of restaurants that are located hard by the Brazos, and this is one of them. I'll tell you, the other one is um, Aaron down, uh, oh, out MLK direction. There's kind of a fun one out there, but, man, Brazos Landing, we love having you as a new partner. Now, Aaron, lots to get to today. In fact, Baylor's been... Gosh, we got Coach Jacus from the Baylor men's basketball at 4 o'clock. 3.20, Baylor's making hay in this, um, in this um, oh, you know, 2025 recruiting class. I mean, they've got folks that are, you know, decommitting, decommitting and coming to the Bears. I mean, I'm, we've seen our fair share of losing some kids over the years. So seeing kids change their minds. I, by the way, I've never gotten mad at those guys. I never got mad. One of them who decommitted Baylor is now Aaron from Temple, Texas, is now like a star player at A&M. Do I cheer? Do I root against him? Not never. I want him to have great games. Am I rooting for the Aggies? Rarely. But I do like Torrey and York. Like, I want him to have great game and then Aaron I just saw the new note the other day he's been he's been sent from the Aggies to be their leadership council um, uh, representative on the SEC players council or leadership council I mean Aaron he's he just finished his freshman season I mean no I mean that's like something you do for like juniors or seniors and that just tells you, like, the way that kid's wired. So, you know what? Baylor had the right kid, and I would have loved for him to be a Baylor kid, but he went elsewhere. And that's that's uh, that's okay. Some of these players right now are headed Baylor's way. And the reason I bring all that up, Aaron, is because Will Turboff from uh, uh, Baylor 247, Bears Illustrated, or Bear Illustrated, um, he's going to join us at 320 and kind of catch us up on the latest going. I mean, it's like junior day was a big deal. I think today a bunch of Dallas area kids are rolling through. I mean, this is uh, exciting times. We had Keenan on earlier this week. I thought he was good. Keenan Hall, the new associate head coach, a running backs coach. I think this is an exciting time. And, Aaron, you and I have an exciting announcement to make this afternoon, which we'll share with our folks here in a second, uh, of a, uh, a, a what, I, what I would call a uh, major programming announcement, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be uh, we'll be sharing that uh, in just the next couple of minutes. Now, um, I tough news earlier today, and uh, I've been sending text messages about this with our our grouped our group text message which sometimes I feel like I'm alone 
I think Cam gets involved. Aaron will make a joke on there occasionally. But occasionally, you know, Aaron, you kind of throw something on the group text and it just kind of it just kind of just sits there, you know. But I I, I think uh, uh, we did we lost Carl Weathers today. He has died at age 76. And um, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That is Apollo Creed. And um, um, his family issued a statement saying he died peacefully in his sleep. Boy, people remember him from Happy Gilmore. Remember him from Rocky movies, obviously. Predator. Action Jackson. Shall we not forget? So, but uh, on a happier note, Aaron, um... Let's welcome in Cam Stewart, a member of that press box show, 12 to noon. And, of course, uh, we've been dabbling in some radio free agency, NBA free agency last till Thursday. Aaron, let's go ahead and let's hit the breaking news sounder, please. It is uh, time for Aaron and I to uh, welcome a new member of our show. Now I'm a little, he- I'm, a- I'm excited, but the last time we- Aaron and I did this, we we welcomed a man and then we said goodbye to him about three weeks later. We're hoping this relationship lasts a little bit longer, and I do believe that it will. I think it has legs, and uh, young Cam Stewart is moving just just a little bit, just changing his hours a bit, but he's moving from the 12 to 2 slot to the afternoon slot, drive time radio, we call it in the industry, 3 to 5 every day. Cam will be with us, and sometimes we'll just keep him right on. You never know. We'll just, we may not let him leave, but... Uh, Cam Stewart, congratulations, sir. Welcome welcome to the show. Boy, the transfer portal's gotten out of hand these days, hasn't it? <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for having me. I- I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm-, I'm thankful that it's just a shuffle around. Had a lot of fun on the press box with, with Ward and Aaron and-, and Stephanie, and I thought we had a good show going, and I- I'm excited to – to join you in, in the drive time, as, as we call it in the business, as we call it. And I'm excited to join the show. I noticed you said show, not family. So I just we'll just have to roll with that for now. But I, I am hoping, Matt, that you, Aaron, and I can be a family, a true threes company family. Aaron, say, uh, how does Brian Kelly say the word family? Do you remember? I, I, wish, I wish Cam would try to say it like like Brian Kelly did when he went to when he went to LSU. Um, this is uh, now Aaron. That's a Massachusetts guy, by the way. You, I uh-huh. know you might be taken aback when you hear that Cajun accent, but he is a yeah. Massachusetts guy, just like me. Yeah, and uh, we're we're very concerned that this could turn into Patriots and Celtics, and that and obviously I'll <laughs> ward off a lot of that talk. I mean, the good thing is. Um, you're coming from a place where I would say NBA talk was perhaps not embraced. Uh, the NBA 
uh, is a um, is something Aaron and I uh, love the the association, and I know you do too, Cam. And so there will be plenty of that. We will try not to delve into the fact that the Celtics, your beloved Celtics, like the number whoa, one whoa. team in the East, hey. decided to drop one to a team without LeBron and AD last Look, night. I mean, don't. Wow! Rest in the middle of the season, they decided to take this one off. Okay. Did 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 Tatum and Jalen not play? Uh, well, <laughs> I guess that's subjective. Like they appeared on the court. Um, this is the first time this season, and it happens every year. It's an annual tradition, Matt, when the Celtics are one of, if not the best teams in the NBA. And there comes a point every year where I think. Well, there it is. The Eastern Conference Finals lost. Bang, right there. I'm, I'm, hooked. I'm hooked in. Hook, line, and sinker again. They are going to hurt me. Well, it, it'll be interesting. I, they hurt the Mavs the other night. Now, Aaron, you've kind of – Aaron is the bridge between all these shows. Aaron, did we in this trade <laughs> – first of all, what did we have to give up to get Cam – it was, Is it like cash considerations? What did we What did we send the press box? I love that. They you signed know, They signed Stephanie to an extension. Oh man! Yeah, this oh, was man. a free up cap. So they were up against the cap. So yeah, yeah. cap. You talk about some sponsors. Stephanie Sports Corner, one of the most heavily sponsored uh, segments you'll ever find in radio. But uh, it does appear Stephanie will remain on that press box. And uh, this is a good, you know, I was talking to one of our associates earlier today, and they were just thinking, man, and I, did they, uh, now I don't want to, I don't want to step on anybody's toes here, Cam, did they say anything today on the press box of like, who's joining that show, or did they not really address that? No, they've got something in the works there. Okay. Uh, we knew that it was going to be me coming on today to, to talk about yeah. this move. They've they've got some things in the works, so uh, stick okay. with that. Twelve to two. I mean, they'll still they'll still put out yeah. a good show for you. Well, I kind of know what they have in the works, and I think it is an exciting, it's an exciting option uh, for folks. And again, and we a hope you different from what we've had, so it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we're uh, we're going older at that position. We're going a little bit. We're going like thirty five. Bringing in a veteran and wiser. <laughs> That's right. But a veteran happens to be like a real close friend of mine. So this is, you talk about family. I mean, this is I I, I will almost be. I think we're going to all become so close that it'll make John Morris uncomfortable. I think John <laughs> likes to keep a healthy distance from some of our stuff. You notice he does not always jump in the group text, um, <laughs> you know, when some of the jokes start going. But He's uh, a business guy, yeah. Yeah. And, by the way, thank you for uh, – I understand – I did see Will Turboff. We had him on recently, and then I saw him on your podcast, and I thought, uh-oh, have I mistakenly – uh, tried to lip, but see now that you're with me, it all works out perfectly because we can have Will Turboff on. He, the two of us can talk to him, and he's kind of our new recruiting expert. So I think it'll yeah, work out was, fine. That that was more of a brag, Matt. That usually it's me trying to mooch off someone that you know 
But now I I have put Will in the spotlight. I am the star maker of Will Turboff, and his work is pretty good too. But I'm the one that put him on the air, and now it's just you can you can have my leftovers, Matt. I guess. <laughs> but Will, that's I'm a, sure. that is a. I'm sure. By the way, if you're a Baylor fan, tune into that. Will Will is like not only is he on top of it with all this work, but um, it, it's a fun outlook when you look at 2025. Yeah, man, all this positivity coming from Cam. I I hope Baylor. I hope my friends over at Baylor are, are seeing some of this. I mean, there, there was some, maybe some negativity during football season from all of us for good reason, I might add. But still, uh, that is great that uh, the Bears have some very positive momentum in the recruiting. Cam, I'm going to need to say goodbye to you now, especially since you're out like in a windstorm or something. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna have Will Turboff on, but. Uh, Cam, we're we're happy for you, and uh, we're excited to have you. Okay, we'll uh, we'll talk to you Monday if 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 this if this lineup holds over the weekend. Okay, <laughs> which which is a wait and see, Matt. But I am so excited <laughs> to get in there, and me and Aaron will have jokes at your expense, no doubt. But I'm excited to be in there uh, Monday afternoon. All right, there he goes, Cam Stewart, the newest member of the Matt Mosley Show, will join. Uh, Aaron, Aaron and me, we'll, we'll all have a big time together. Uh, next it is recruiting talk with young Will Turboff from Baylor 247. Let's do it next. Baylor big 12 basketball on ESPN central Texas. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell center on Saturday, hosting Iowa state. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building. And their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. 
But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot, to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audie's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. We will be joined by Cam Stewart beginning uh, Monday, coming over from the press box. And a guy that uh, Cam knows and says very nice things about, uh, Will Turboff, joining us once again from Bears Illustrated. You can... uh, uh, read his work and follow him at Will Turboff on Twitter. Uh, that's T U R B O F F. And then, uh, of course, at 247 Sports, at Baylor Bears 247. So he's part of that 247 uh, family. And, uh, Will, welcome back to the show. You've been, uh, you've been a busy man with like Junior Day. And I think folks are arriving in town today. Lots of, uh, Lots of excitement out there, and uh, this is uh, this has been uh, this has been a, uh, a fun few days, right? Uh, thanks for having me back. It's been it's been an exciting week to say the least. I mean, started out on on Sunday with uh, a junior day group at the Sikkim Showcase that I don't think anyone could have expected a couple months ago, right after the season. Uh, did a great job with with you know the whole program there. Um, landed a commitment, uh, a flip commitment at that from Demetrius Brisbane out of Chapel Hill, uh, came from SMU, 
And, yeah, they've got a great group there on campus right now. So it has been, like I said, a very exciting week for Baylor. The Brisbane one really caught my eye. I, I think you knew that was on the way and had kind of been anticipating that. Um, what, I mean, is this just, are we seeing in a lot of ways, I'm sure it's not just him, but, like, how much are we seeing of the Keenan Hall effect when it comes both junior day, even folks that are in town maybe today, some of these flips, um, some of these recent commitments, uh, it just seems like he really is having an immediate and large impact on the program. Yeah, I know you had Keenan on uh, the other day, and he was able to talk about kind of what he's been able to do so far. But, yeah, just just an instant impact uh, for the guy that knows how to – make relationships and keep them and uh demetrius brisbane and and the whole group at chapel hill uh with you know guys that, that he had gotten in on early when he was at smu and it was a, one of the big reasons that that brisbane and ricky stewart who is now decommitted from smu uh ended up with the mustangs and you know since then they were able to get him on campus uh on sunday and it, it moved pretty quickly i think they had a, a good feeling uh, that, that Brisbane would be headed their way if, if the visit went well on Sunday, and it went perfect from what I heard. So he had no problem uh, committing to the staff on Sunday and then go ahead and making it official on Wednesday. And this is this is just a huge pickup for Baylor. Uh, we've got him ranked as you know uh, uh, 87, so about a mid-tier three-star. Uh, but he plays quarterback for Chapel Hill, and he's not going to quarterback, obviously, at Baylor 5'11", 165. So not, not the ideal build. Uh, doesn't quite have the arm to play quarterback, uh, at least start out at quarterback at the collegiate level. Uh, he'll probably play safety for Baylor. He's got great closing speed. I mean, you just watch this guy, uh, take a look at his junior film, and then he's running it for 65, 70 yards. Uh, he's a huge part of, of what Chapel Hill did the last three years. He's been a starter for the last three years there. So he's going to finish it out and, and hopefully come in as one of the most exciting players that Baylor's had in a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Keenan. I was joking yesterday. It's like he brought his luggage with him, right? Kind of like uh, Dion said what he was doing. And um, it's kind of exciting, both at uh, Chapel Hill and East Texas. And then what did we see the other day? There was a player that you were talking about from DeSoto that caught my eye, I believe a running back. Um, I mean, that's uh, – I just think, boy, if you can get into DeSoto and Lancaster and Duncanville – in that area, which obviously Keenan's been known to do, he, he went to school at Sock. He's got great ties to those places. What are you seeing from some of these uh, these DeSoto players? Because uh, I think you could. Uh, that's a great program to be tied into. Yeah, that's that's just one of the better run high school programs in the country. I mean, talking about a, a team that won a state championship and has, on average, probably close to double digit guys that go play college football. Uh, every year and they've got Baylor has just about every single one of the guys that has a chance to play at the next level on campus today uh, Tiger Ryden who's their running back we've got him in our in our top 247 uh, not so sure that Baylor will be able to get this one done uh, but they're sticking around uh, Keenan made sure they were able to get them on campus this time uh, keep pushing against you know against the LSUs against the A&M against the programs that they really didn't even try to compete against in, in recent years uh, you know, with the lack of success. And, and now they're saying, 
you know, what's what's the point of giving up on these guys? It's February. We've got months and months uh, to decide, you know, who's a realist to get. But for now, let's go after the best players available. Uh, so Tiger Ryden's one of those guys. Uh, Byron Washington, who you've probably seen a picture of, six foot seven and a half, three hundred eighty pounds. There was a, a, a picture taken by Matt Staff uh, at the UIL State Championships, where he's just twice or three times the size of the guy that he's guarding. Uh, Sile Reyes will be another one that they'll be looking at. Uh, Ethan Feaster, Booby, twenty twenty seven guy that will probably turn out to be one of the top ranked receivers in the country. Uh, Keelan Abrams uh, committed to Purdue right now, uh, and I think that's that's probably someone that Baylor has a really good shot with. And Dalen Singleton is the one that I really want to, uh, you know, give you some some details on. He's committed to SMU right now, and like we said, you know, the SMU Baylor pipeline is definitely there. And Singleton is is a guy that we have ranked very high, as a four star. He's a, a just a phenomenal player. If it was up to me, he'd be ranked much higher. And I think we'll probably see that uh, after his senior year at DeSoto. Uh, but this is one that, that Keenan and Dallas Baker feel really confident on. Uh, I think, you know, after today, I'll, we'll try to talk around, see if it happens. But Dale Singleton, 281st-ranked player in the country right now, number 33 wide receiver. This would be a huge gift for Baylor. If they can get it done, they're going to be in the top 15 in the country. The top 15 in the country – for a team, you know, that didn't make a bowl game last year and, and wasn't so sure that the staff would even be there. They get this offensive staff, and, and they're recruiting better than almost any other program in the state. I mean, are they – is it just as simple as they're being a little more aggressive, going after, like you said, some of these players? Is there anything changed to their approach other than, first of all, Keenan Hall is incredibly plugged into the Metroplex – but they're certainly dipping into East Texas, and some of this is the SMU. Are you, like, any any of their approach? I mean, it's not like Aranda's going to change who he is. And I do think coaches um, at these high schools like Aranda and trust him because he's, he's honestly never going to change his personality for anybody. That's just who he is, and I think they do trust him. But, like, any of their methods or – are you hearing anything like I, it's just interesting for a program that was so bad last year to suddenly have some juice like this? It's almost like, okay, like, why is this feeling suddenly like the place to go? Uh, and, and could it have something to do? Obviously, they're getting better at the NIL. I think uh, they're trying to make a push to be a lot more aggressive on that end of things. Do you think that's played a role in some of this? Yeah, NIL has definitely played a part in this. Um, I think there's a group of programs spread out the state, spread out the region uh, that are very traditionally run that are, are basically, you know, if you want to come play here, then, then show us that. And Aranda and, and this whole staff has realized they're not in the position uh, to be asking guys, okay, well don't take any money, but we want you to come here. And so NL is, is playing a, a part. Uh, I don't want to downplay it, but it's, it's not the biggest part. It's, it's just this shift in culture, uh, which is we don't have to move in silence. We don't have to have to pretend like recruiting isn't a big deal. Uh, we don't have to just, you know, act like this team is great. Uh, we need to show guys that, that something's changing here, uh, that we're building a brand. And that's been the main thing. I had a conversation with someone on the staff the other day about, 
brand building. And that's the main thing. You get the, the cool photo shoots. You get the, the nice graphics. Because those are what 15, 16, 17-year-old kids like to see. Uh, you know, when you're not showing it on the field, you want to see what they're doing the other six, seven months of the year. Um, and I think that's been the main part. It's just this, this idea that it's time to build a brand at Baylor or things aren't going to change. I like that. I, the Mosley show, I need to build a better brand, Will. I don't know. I, I, may, be, I may have waited too late to work on the Mosley brand. Uh, Will Turboff joining the Matt Mosley show from uh, 24-7 and uh, Baylor 24-7. And, uh, I, I mean, very illustrated. I mean, that's a uh, – it's a you know you're doing good work out there. I appreciate it. Now you don't do not do not feel the need to retweet your alma mater. Okay, that's the only thing I would. That's <laughs> I, I I do see occasionally some burnt orange tweets like sneak in there, but that's okay. That's okay, Will. That's uh, I'm, I'm 19 years old. I'm a sophomore here at uh, UT, so I'm, I got to have a little bit of fun with it. Goodness. I didn't know you were – so you're trying to pull this off while you're an undergrad. I don't think I had that straight in my head. That's great. Are you, are you in a fraternity at Texas or not? I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in a fraternity up here taking 15 hours and trying to <laughs> articles a day. So it's it's been a fun few weeks, especially with, with your Good for you, man. Who knows? We may uh, We may be able to exchange handshakes or something. I'll have to find out. What house you're in there on the uh, on the UT campus? Well, that's uh, well, that's pretty cool. Well, I'm glad uh, glad you're doing all this and and uh, observing all that. Any other any other any other players on the horizon? That that did grab my attention. That 380 pound. You know, when you were this is several years ago. Art Bryles, they had a player and they had like a nickname for him, like the future or something or something. You know, no, I forget what they called him, but they th- in the Cotton Bowl. Circa 2014, they threw him a pass. Okay, he caught a touchdown, and he weighed 400 pounds. And there was some thought like this would be the future or something. Thankfully, there's not a lot of 370 pound tackles or guards out there. But does that that player you're telling me about like have you see have you watched him enough to see if he can actually move and like how much is of it is strength? How much of it is just he needs to drop weight? What are we What are we looking at there? Because that is that was a fascinating picture. I know what you were talking about. Yeah, I'm not sure this is a guy that really needs to drop that much weight. I'm sure wherever he goes, that you know they may have him do that. But when you're pushing six eight, um, three hundred eighty pounds is, is still a lot, um, and it may be too much for you know for the collegiate level, but he's just able to bulldoze through these guys and, and he can move. He's got some great footwork. Uh, in my eyes, he'll be a project player um, wherever he decides to go. Oregon, TCU, Texas are involved here alongside Baylor. Uh, but this is a guy, you know, if he pans out and, and every other program that doesn't get it, is, is going to be saying, man, that, that really should have been us taking, taking the 380 pound lineman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching, by the way, that singleton you were just telling me about. I'm sitting here watching him make a house call. I don't know who they were playing here from DJ Bailey, about a 75-yard deal. Wow, there's some speed. There is some speed involved there. Um, Will, are you are what's going on with like 
at the SEC with UT and OU, you know, heading there. Like, how much is that coming up on the recruiting trail? Because obviously, you check in not only with these kids, but I'm sure when you're kind of calling around trying to learn about these things, you're encountering parents at some of these events and maybe even over the phone. Like, how much are is that? I mean, it's not like they weren't already recruiting really well. I mean, UT. If they got any better, what are they going to do? I mean, they were already top five in the country. How much is that coming up? And, like, does does those are those schools leaving in any way, like, help the Baylors and TCUs? Kind of like, hey, that's a separate category. We want you to come here and play in the Big 12. What's that, what's that road been like on the recruiting trail? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, there's, we've known for the last two and a half, almost three years now since, you know, since – UT, you know, you decided to uh, announce that they were going to make that move. There's been a shift in recruiting. There's been a lot of guys that say, well, I always want to play in the SEC, so, and I wanted to go to these schools, so this is kind of the perfect fit. Um, so in the next few years, I think the recruiting rankings are going to be dominated by this power two of, of Big Ten and SEC, but it does leave a lot of guys who just want to be the best player on the team from day one uh, to schools like Baylor, to schools like TCU. Um, we'll see what happens to Arizona, but that's another one that I think will do really well in terms of recruiting in the Big 12. Colorado will obviously be another one. A uh, Big yeah. 12 recruiting is, is going to be really exciting. I think you're going to see a lot of kids, you know, top 24-7 kids, top 100 kids uh, that pass pass up the Alabamas and the Texas and the Ohio States of the world uh, to go play in this, this fun little league. I personally, I'm, I'm really excited about uh, this version of the big 12. I think there's going to be a lot of really fun teams to watch. Utah's going to be nice in there. I mean, it, it's, it's a loaded conference. I don't think people are giving these teams and, and what your mark is that as much as, as much as I'm not supposed to like him as a, as a longhorn. I don't think they're getting <laughs> credit of, of what he's doing out there. Yeah. I, uh, that's man. That's interesting to think about the uh, about how all that's happening, and and uh, you're in there in the belly of the beast in Austin. But uh, it honestly allows you to rip right down the road whenever you need to, and and check in on all these Baylor things. So uh, very cool. And just know every time we start really liking like a recruiting expert or a um, oh whatever like a behind the, the, somebody that does the X's and O's. They there's a group in town that tries to hire them away from. Uh, so anyway, just be prepared. You will soon be offered a gig at a uh, at a at a uh, internet site. All right, uh, we'll take it easy, man. Maybe not since you're you know you're you're there on campus. We'll let you stay in Austin. I just thinking about what I was doing at 19, and I would have enjoyed something like this, but I also was mainly focused on, you know, uh, Fiji formal, whatever, like Rush. I think Rush would have been going on right now. I was a Rush chairman. Like I, that was that was probably more on my plate than monitoring all these uh, 15, 16 year old players. But uh, man, you're doing great work, and appreciate you being on with us. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Like I said, it's it's uh, nice to come on, and hopefully we'll be talking again soon. All right, Will. There he goes. And now, see, Will um, uh, is uh, he's been jumping on with Cam some. Cam's joining our show, so it'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. Cam can't be mad at us anymore for uh, for uh, allegedly stealing Will from him. All right, Will Turboff uh, joining us. It is now time 
for something we call the NFL Blitz. That is next. Baylor, Big 12 Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play this Sunday to take on the Houston Cougars. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi ribeye chicken fried steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish etouffee. We're I-35 of the Brazos River meet the Brazos Landing, Waco. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Hey, the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We are the used car superstore. And right now we have probably the best selection between Dallas and Austin. Hey, look, it's not just Volkswagens. We've got them all. Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, lots more. Bigger selection, better prices, and easy credit. You just pick it out, we'll find a way to work it out. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450. 
to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, it is uh, so much going on today. A reminder, in 15 minutes, Baylor's associate head men's basketball coach, John Jacobs, will be joining us. John is a good friend and always a fun guest. And we've got a lot to discuss. As the Iowa State Cyclones come into town, Bears with a huge road win in Orlando against the Golden Knights, coached by our old friend Johnny Dawkins. Aaron, isn't it weird when somebody finally kind of like ages? You know, like in my mind, Johnny Dawkins should always look like he did it. Duke, man. I mean, there's it's just weird to see. I don't know. Like Bobby Hurley, honestly, still kind of looks like himself. But it was just it's all it's weird for me to see like Johnny Dawkins as an older dude. Like I'm like Johnny should still be, you know, dunking on people. Man, he was a good player. Okay, Aaron, what do we have today in the NFL Blitz package? Well, we're going to start with the Dolphins because I mess up Tua Tungvaloa's name so much. I don't want to get make it the third story and do that again. The uh, oh, Dolphins good. quarterback. Got, well, you get, sounded good on it. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I wrote it out. <laughs> okay. That's fine. But, you know, it's one of those I've heard it and said it hundreds of times, and yet about half the time I'll still mispronounce it. So I, Tua, I, call it, I just call him Tua. Yeah, that'll work too. Coming yeah. off a career best season in 2023, mm-hmm. expects a contract extension with the Dolphins, mm-hmm. he told reporters today. Asked about his contract during the Pro Bowl games in Orlando, where he was voted as the AFC starter. Tua said that he was confident in the likelihood of an extension getting done this offseason. He said, quote, there's been communication. I think the thing with that right now is just letting the team talk to my agent and letting them work that out. Well, I, you know, it is tough when you have somebody that put up those kinds of numbers, but you know secretly they're kind of like not – They they, it's like they love him, but they're – He's not like Pat Mahomes or, or even like the Cowboys or Patrick Mahomes, even how the Cowboys think of Dak. I don't think they think of Tua quite like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, we are putting up great numbers with him, but I, I guarantee you they do not want to do one of those massive deals. Aaron, are they going to have to do one of those massive deals? They Absolutely are. they are. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. No way are. around it. Like who – Who's ever avoided the massive deal? Yeah, like I, when you have a quarterback that could put up huge numbers. I mean, the only team that just about kind of tried was the Ravens. They, I mean, they they literally, there was a time when somebody could have said, you know what, we're going to take Lamar. We'll take Lamar. We'll go after Lamar. And they didn't do it. They didn't do it. I mean, that's one of the rare times one of the, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL sort of was exposed to, you know, could have ended up somewhere else. But it did not happen, and it did not come close to happening. And now he's taken care of, and the rest is history. They can keep almost getting to the Super Bowl. (laughs) They got closer. They got closer this year. What did they win? So they won one playoff game, right? So he's two and three. 
postseason all time. I, again, I don't. Some people like, oh my gosh, Lamar's legacy. Yeah, he'll either break through or he won't. The one thing we know about Lamar is he's not going to be doing this when he's 35, like a lot of these guys, like Brady and Rodgers and everything. I mean, he feeds off his unreal athleticism. Now, I say that, Aaron, Vic was still pretty dang athletic when he was playing for the Eagles at 32 or 33 or whatever he was. I mean, he. It, but now, as I've said, he did have a better arm than Lamar. You wouldn't argue with that, would you, Aaron? No, I don't think so. I think yeah, the I Vic think arm yeah. is always pretty pretty strong. Lamar's arm is good, but not great. All right, uh, Aaron. What else do you? Oh, by the way, Aaron, did you see? Have you watched any of this Pro Bowl goofiness or not? Have you seen any? No, of the Pro I, Bowl I just stuff? have no interest. They they haven't done anything <laughs> to make it interesting, so I don't watch. Oh, I thought you'd love a good skill sex- session or something like that. They let them go out there and play golf, and our buddy was playing golf um, barefooted out there, and I was watching him, Jake Ferguson. And he looked like he had a pretty good golf swing, but he's just out there in his bare feet, just hanging out. Um, who got added to the Pro Bowl? Um, Tyler Smith, <laughs> Jake Ferguson, and Demarcus Lawrence. Aaron Worthy, this was like three days ago, but you, I, I don't think I've, we've ever brought it up. They replaced Kittle, Bosa, and the Cowboys' own Zach Martin. It's the first Pro Bowl for Ferguson and Smith, and the fourth for Lawrence. Aaron, does that should that count when it takes like all these players getting hurt to get in? I guess it. I guess it has to. I guess it has to. That's, That's one area where the NBA is better because it. They don't. Maybe they do a couple of replacements here or there, but for the most part, if you're on it, you're on it. If you're not on it, you're not on it. They don't run a bunch of replacements in there. <laughs> like I, somebody didn't get it, and he and they thought it was a snub. Lowry Markinen, he's a great player. He had and he's played great for Utah. He didn't get it, but I don't think they're going to run Lowry Markinen suddenly into the All Star game. Man, somebody who did get it was going off last night. Um, oh, Tyrese Maxey went off for 50. And then Jalen Brunson, his first time to be on the All-Star game um, as well, went for 40 last night for the Knicks. Oh, Aaron, another reminder that while the Mavericks just have Kyrie Irving sitting on the bench in street clothes at night after night, they're not going anywhere. And meanwhile, Brunson is the, I mean, the first beloved player since, like, Lynn Sanity. But other, outside of that, who is the last player that Knicks fans loved to this extent? May, did they have a little bit of a love affair with Carmelo, I guess? They had a bit of a love affair for Amari Stoudemire. yeah. But they love this dude. Probably Ewing. Yeah, yeah, you uh, got to go way back. You're right, Bernard, Bernard King, King. <laughs> DeBusher, DeBusher, Willis Reed. Let's just keep going back. Bill Bradley. All right, Aaron. Um, gosh, we got to look at our time. We've got so many great guests today. Okay, let's do another one. What do we have in the NFL Blitz package? The Saints are planning to make 49er passing game. 
Specialist Clint Kubiak, their new offensive coordinator, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. The Niners, obviously, playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl coming up Sunday. The Saints have been looking for an offensive coordinator since moving on from longtime coordinator Pete Carmichael earlier this month. Carmichael is expected to join former Saints coach Sean Payton as an assistant with the Broncos. Okay. That's now that's that's interesting. Um, okay, and then I saw one today, Aaron. Who was that? Liam went somewhere. Um, I, I there's some that are really funny to me because like yesterday a, a story dropped, Aaron, and I I meant to bring it up to you like in Campus Confidential, but I think we ran out of time. In all these hirings, like I, I did see on some of these lists, the worst hiring that you know who they're saying they're saying Antonio Pierce. I think just because he was the interim. And what oh, I had yeah. forgotten, Aaron, is that Pierce was on that staff for Herm Edwards at Arizona State. <laughs> and they, you know, all those guys got like, some of them are going to get show cause stuff and they either got fired or whatever, or, uh, or you know, they, I forget what all happened, but like, it's like uh, Jim Harbaugh, no matter what happens at Michigan, he'll just be completely unscathed. Like Pierce... Antonio Pierce was thought to be like one of the ringleaders among all that craziness that happened at Arizona State. And, of course, Herm Edwards was just walking around whistling like, oh, I didn't know any of this. Oh, I didn't know. I mean, again, I know. And, of course, ESPN hired him back immediately. But he was, a, he was always a horrible choice, and it was always going to end poorly. But Pierce, Aaron, I'd forgotten about that. Pierce was one of the coaches – that was like, you know, getting them in hot water, doing all the weird stuff there at Arizona State. And now he is a head coach. And uh, where did Kingsbury end up finally? Uh, because he was, where did our man Cliff end up? Was he? Did he end up with the Raiders? Is that right, Aaron? Um, He's trying to. Um, our man, he's still our, listed. Let me see. No, because he just, I think. He's still somebody, listed as offensive analyst for USC. Okay, Raiders Wikipedia. expected to hire former Cardinals head coach uh, Cliff Kingsbury as offensive coordinator. <laughs> See, what made me think of that, Aaron, too, is Chip Kelly, his name was, and now his name's being connected to that Washington job under Dan Quinn, but uh, Chip Kelly was was apparently there was a story that came out this morning that he was privately talking to so he's trying to get out of UCLA boy don't you think UCLA after a very unpopular decision to bring him back can you imagine those fans and even the administrators as he flirts with all these NFL teams I mean what does UCLA go and do because Aaron all of those kids get to go in the portal like the minute they say Chip Kelly's gone Tons of those guys can go in the portal. Okay, it's going to be a feeding frenzy. And then who goes and takes the UCLA job? I don't know, man. That That is a the, – the timing on that would be very weird. All right, John Jacus, Baylor associate, head men's basketball coach, joins us next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, right now, the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We're holding a February all-out sellout. 
That means we're out to set an all-time sales record, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, yeah, the best way to buy a car. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at IncommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com. 
after years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds and surgery seemed too risky. So she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. John Jacobs joining us now from the Baylor men's basketball program, associate head men's coach. John, always fun to have you on, especially before a huge game at Foster Pavilion. I mean, what? tell me, what's going on in the background? I mean, are you... Are you in? Are you in our? Uh, are you still in Waco right now? Have you have you broken away? I mean, I, I hear music. What kind of excitement yeah, well, is going on in the background right now? No, we're in the Foster, and practice just ended. And uh, there was supposed to be some silence, but they decided to stay extra and shoot free throws. And uh, apparently, rap music goes along with that for our guys. But I'm going to find a hallway, and that's going to go away here shortly. So thanks for being patient with me. No, I'm I'm fine with it. And uh, by the way, I'm fine with the extra free throw shooting. Got no issue with that. Although, uh, I mean, that's pretty cool, by the way, to go on the road. And that really is what won y'all that game in some ways, getting to the rim, getting to the line. And I know it got a little shaky or some misses late that you didn't like at the free throw line. For the most part, y'all have gotten better at the free throw line. But for a road team to attempt whatever it was, 23 or 24 free throws, and the home team to it, attempt seven, and by the way, they made one of them. Um, that that doesn't happen a lot, John. And I would say part of what made that happen is you you know y'all started attacking the rim like crazy, and uh, and I think that has to be a very positive sign to you guys. Yeah, I think you know we've been in six one possession games in league. If you're really fair about it. Um, even the ones we won, Oak State overtime, BYU and Cincinnati at home, those were close games. Um, they weren't quite as heartbreaking as the overtime at K-State and the triple overtime in uh, the last home game. But uh, we're, we're battled, tried, and tested. And uh, some other teams maybe have lost one by 20, but then been in some ones. And a lot of winning and losing going on in our league right now. You just got to keep your head above water. But our guys are having to learn that one of the ways you keep your head above water is to get to the – paint and get to the free throw line and, and pause the game for a second and get yourself some free points in a league that uh, the, the teams are really good defensively. You know, there's a bunch of our teams in our league that are top 25, top 40 for sure. And we play a top five defense in the country on Saturday and UCF's a top eight defense in the country. So if you're going to 
mess around and try to score all your points on jump shots, you're going to be in trouble. And so the fact that we got 25 free throws helps. I think one of the reasons we kept them off the line also is because we played a little zone um, that paused them, that keep, kept them from getting downhill, and they had to settle for a jump shot. So the combination of our zone and then the guys growing up through some trials uh, led to us winning a free throw battle on the road. Although they, how many three, they couldn't make a free throw, but they made a million threes, what, 14 threes or something like that. Uh, uh, pretty amazing because I think they were like the second worst three-point shooting team maybe coming in. And uh, I don't know, John, it, seems, it does seem like you get some career nights against you. Although I did watch TCU the other night, and I was happy to see Tennyson actually bank in a three against somebody. Maybe it was Tech. Uh, and I thought to myself, okay, at least they do it occasionally against other teams too. Yeah, you you had told me that uh, they asked Scott that question on post-game presser. What was it they liked about the new building? And I think you said <laughs> something like the bank was open. Um, but, you know, those things hurt because you're in constant tight games. And um, it almost feels like the ball isn't bound your way or, or that there's some lack of luck involved when somebody banks a three in. But the reality is is there's way too many plays from beginning to end that you can change that are in your control. Uh, Just simple things like boxing out and, like you said, getting to the free throw line. Uh, The ability to make some wise decisions or some tough decisions along the way, it doesn't come down to one three-point shot or a bank shot. Um, But clearly it's frustrating, but there's nothing you can do about it besides grow up and move on. So that's what we'll do, and maybe we'll get a bank shot three and, you know, somebody will pay us back for it that way. (laughs) <laughs> what did um what did i mean you guys are pure shooters though you're not going to have a lot of banks there now scott's no, line was he, happen. scott had a funny line where he said something about the the um they said what was working for jameer nelson jr coach or something he said or he said why was he so effective and scott looked up and he said our glass or something it was just a funny and scott was not happy obviously but it, even in a in a tough moment he had a, actually had a funny line. I don't think he really wanted to hear that from me, but I I liked the line. I I got to gave it a twenty four hour rule, which I do with you too. Before you know, saying anything after a loss, I try to thread the needle there. I don't always accomplish that. Now, uh, John Jacobs with us on the Matt Mosley show, um, Langston. I wanted to talk about him. I mean, what is what allows him? What's what's the best mindset? Y'all have had some really good guys off the bench you had some great energy great shooting you've had some great six men i think y'all won that award a ton of times but specifically with langston what's allowed i mean in in a lot of ways he's become your most consistent scorer and and that and you got to have the proper mentality and uh to do that what what how has langston sort of bought into that and what is his mentality that that allows him to be so effective off the bench yeah, I don't know if it's you could call a sixth man you or anything like that, but even Vinny Johnson <laughs> played at Baylor, you know, a man that you love, uh, with six man for the Detroit Pistons when they won their back-to-back yeah. titles in the NBA. And you look at guys like Jeremy, who was sixth man of the year and ended up a lottery pick. So even from the bench, you can become a lottery pick. And so I think Scott does a good job of not selling guys on the sack, but there's been proof here that you can make a big difference from a six-man role. Torian Prince was six-man in the year of junior year, and then he came back his senior year, started for the only year in the program was his senior year, and then he ended up being a lottery pick also. So in this fast-food world of transfer portal and playing right away, everybody wants the immediate. 
And there's just something special about Langston's character, especially after going through the ACL injury, where the last two years have really been this slow um, recovery from the injury. And then he's had a shoulder injury and other injuries. He got hit in the eye last year, and it just seems like they stacked on top of each other. But he's been doing a ton of work when no one's watching. But some of that work in our program is the spiritual work and the character work, and people don't see that. And so the humility he's shown as a junior to come off the bench after all he's been through has been a real gift. And then once he settled in and, you know, he started to realize we can pick on certain mismatches. Sometimes the guy who comes off the bench that guards him isn't as good as a starter, that we're going to be faithful to find him, that his teammates care about him and love him. All of a sudden he starts embracing the role and, you know, he had a career high last game and he was the one who was invited to do the post game presser. And if you listen to his post game presser, He's a Baylor Bear, and uh, his heart's in the right place, and his maturity's in the right place, and we're incredibly thankful for him. He's got one of the best shot fakes in the country. His three-point shooting's been as consistent as anybody. Uh, he's really difficult to keep from going downhill, and there's probably one or two things he'll add in the next month. He's still really rediscovering who he is from those injuries, but every extra week, he finds some freedom, and in that freedom, a lot of success, so we're incredibly happy for us because of what he brings to the table, but we're most happy for him after all he's been through. I liked it. Podium guy. We talked about that NBA always. Who's going to the podium? It was all, you know, Dirk was always going to be at the podium. Occasionally he was joined by Jet or somebody like that. But uh, best shot fakes in the country or some of the best shot fakes in the country. What makes a great shot fake? Is it... Um, is it just your you're just great timing, just great you know control? Like what what makes him so good at that? Yeah, I think one is that he shoots forty percent plus from three, so it's believable. You know, okay, if you're yeah. a, a five man who never takes one, it's probably not believable. And if you shoot fifteen percent <laughs> from three, I'm not sure they care. Uh, so his ability <laughs> to make shots probably is the first step, and then it's actually it comes down to practice, the timing of it, the sell of it, the footwork of it. Um, and then as people start seeing it on scouts, it's in their head and they they just don't know if he's going to shoot or shot fake. And if they don't close out and he shoots, they get yelled at. And if he shot fakes and he goes by, they get yelled at. So I know everybody wants to play wild dribbling in America. You know, there's some things we can learn from Europe, but, um, there's some footwork and some things you do before the dribble that can really set you up for success. And, uh, Langston's footwork during that red shirt time and the recovery from his injury really grew and his ability to play uh, before the dribble has also really grown. So, I mean, we're proud of that. It's a lot of player development behind the scenes with his brother, even who's been a GA rebounded for him through all the trials. Cause John has done a great job, but uh, he's just learned to play. And now, now people are really scared of it and you can see him overreact. And it's a good time to watch. Is he, was he an explosive guy coming out of Montverde? Like, was that a bit, and it, it sounds like you're saying there's things that he may unlock. Is is that, I just remember, I'm trying to think back, because he had to really work to become an excellent three-point shooter. That was not, he didn't arrive with that, and he's worked like crazy, and we've talked about that before. But, like, is it is the explosion coming back, or was he an explosive guy before the injury? Yeah, in high school, you couldn't keep him from getting to the rim. Like, uh, I mean, he he looked the way he looks, I think, when he was 14, maybe even 13 was the first time he dunked the ball. And uh, when he got downhill, especially to his right hand, there was nobody at the high school level that could keep him from finishing. There was no rim protection that was good enough. 
And uh, people don't remember, but he was injured in a scrimmage, a closed door scrimmage against Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And I think he played only 18 minutes at 14 points. And, um, I mean, he was hooping that day. We had a lot of hope his freshman year, along with Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan. Uh, he was part of that special class. And uh, he's had to have some patience in the development of that. But I do think you're going to see some physicality and some leaping come back even as, as time progresses. You know, you can recover faster than ever from an ACL, six to eight months. This technology is crazy. But the real freedom and flow where you don't think about it anymore, I think Langston's just getting to that point, and uh, we're happy about that. All right, John Jake is with us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Eve Missy, Missy is, uh, I mean, he's just, a, it's been so much fun to watch the growth. I mean, he was really good right away. It's not like, oh, well, it's going to take 10 games. He made an immediate impact. But where have where are you seeing I, – I mean, I saw that ESPN thing the other night, and they, like, were grading him for as a prospect. And they said, as a shot blocker, they gave him, like, a B-, minus. to which I tweeted, like, what are you all watching? Like, right as they put that up, I think he had a chase-down block that he blocked, you know, off the – I mean, and so I'm thinking, golly, if this guy's a B-minus right now, like, what if he gets better? What if he actually gets better than this? Where where have you seen the most progress or the most growth, and, and where do you think what's kind of the next step for him? Because he's already finishing in traffic. I mean, he can catch the ball in space. I mean, there's just a lot of really pretty amazing things that he just that he's doing and I mean you know kudos to y'all for continuing to kind of add to his game yeah I think that one and done thing is a gift and a curse you know I think both him and Jacoby are in that position right now where it's on people's minds it's on their minds and it's just hard to deny their talent and capability and then when you get there people just tend to nitpick and if you think that as a 19-year-old who's only played basketball for three years, uh, he was 6'6", just three years ago, didn't know English, just started playing. They found him at a camp. Um, Luke Bamute, I believe, found him at a camp. Or, or Buna, maybe. Uh, Victor Wimbanyana's agent maybe found him at a basketball with orders camp in Africa. And he's just exploded since then. And expectations just become unrealistic. What what people think should be happening. So I think they want Akeem Olajuwon right now, but if you look at Akeem, I bet your first year at Houston, there was probably a growth curve there. And he's in a growth curve, but that growth curve ends with him being a fantastic NBA player. And his timing to catch a lob, his hands, uh, his overall, I think just basketball IQ is way ahead of what people expected. The physicality is clearly there. He, he runs and jumps and looks like an NBA player every, every bit of it. But there's just feel things that come with time. And maybe the timing of his shot blocking could be a half second quicker, but that's going to come. You know, his free throws are going to come. Uh, his ability, you see him now catching in a short roll and then putting the ball on the floor and finishing at the rim with both his right and left hand. I mean, maybe a month ago they would have graded him as a C with his left hand, and now he's finishing over seven-foot centers in Big 12 games off his left foot with his left hand and goofy foot layup. So you just got to give them some time. People made that mistake with Keontae last year. You get into this January Big 12 play, and the, co- we get the best coaches in the country are putting their best players on these kids, these one-and-done kids, and, and they go through these ups and downs in January, and then you put them in NBA spacing, and you're like, oh, wow, he actually is fantastic. And you can't tackle them anymore. You can't touch them anymore. They're, 
they're in space. They're not illegally fouling him every time he's near the ball. And you're going to see both Eve and Jacoby just take off. And, um, you know, criticism is criticism, but I can't I just tell you, I can't. We're so proud of Eve. I mean, what a special development to only be playing basketball three years and doing what he's doing right now for us. So it's amazing to me, too, to see the players in this conference. Like, I, like you, Diallo and then UCF, I didn't think that much of going into the season. They've had some great wins. But then they had, like, another 6'10 dude. And then, uh, you know, I watch Houston play, and it's like 6'8", 6'9", 6'11". You know, just it, the, the front courts, and, and I, I, I noticed it with maybe San Diego State or FAU or whoever last year, Klingon and whoever else was at UConn. I mean, it is interesting to see the big man who's not necessarily trying to shoot threes. In a, in, it it kind of went away for a little bit. I mean, I, you know, maybe the value of it maybe even in the NBA, but boy, in college, that stuff's coming back around, isn't it? I mean, it's just, or maybe it never left, but it, it, it just seems like every game you, there's some big massive dude that, that you guys have to go against. And it's nice to have your own massive dude, right? Yeah, for sure. And we, we have a couple of them, but you know, the, the thing that our, our sports based on parity, so you look at the NCAA tournament, one of the reasons it's famous is because for three weeks, anybody can beat anybody, and people fall in love with that. But parity's gone to another level this year. One, it's incredibly difficult to win on the road at all. If you just track that at all, it's as difficult as it's ever been, more difficult. But two, we're still in this COVID pause. So COVID isn't keeping us from playing games. It's not affecting our daily life. But you have fifth and sixth-year seniors on these teams. If you look at the last two teams we played in TCU and UCF, and you went through the roster and you said, who should not be playing despite a COVID year, you would be shocked. And so now you have this seven foot kid who's 24 years old, Garden <laughs> Eve, who just turned 19. And then you're telling us that he can't, he's only a B minus in black shots. Well, just let me tell you where Eve is going to be when he's 24. Okay. So, you know, people want us to not lose any games ever. But there's no context to it. And mm -hmm. all across the country, I mean, you look last night, Wisconsin's up 19 points in Nebraska. They end up losing. So this COVID thing has another year to it. And you're just going to find that you can find 22 to 25-year-old big men uh, in a way that clogs up the lane and affects the game differently. So coaches are going to play to that. Coaches are going to get older, bigger bigs and try to win the game by clogging up the paint and dominating glass. And so maybe you lose some skill and development. A three-point shot with bigs is, is sliding. But what's not sliding for sure is that uh, you're allowed to be as physical as you want, and having 24-year-old big guys helps. Yeah. Well, and Ojanwana has taken another step, too. I don't even know if we talk enough about, you know, I, I bring him up enough because he comes in and just gives you a, a little bit different look. But he can do a lot of the same things. And, and while Misi is great – I mean, Ojan, when, uh, I mean, you don't have fall off when you'll go to the bench. I mean, your first two guys off the bench. And I got to say, Loner, and I, that can't be easy for him. I'm sure he didn't transfer to, to thinking he was going to play five to eight minutes a game. But I got to tell you, when he comes in, he changes things. And maybe it's not, you know, maybe occasionally, you know, he'll make a turnover or something. But um, it, uh, he's, uh, he's, he energizes things, and I, and I keep waiting yeah, Caleb, for Euro. Caleb was yeah. fantastic against TCU. Yes. Uh, Josh, I mean, 
Josh has really grown. If you just take who he was last year to who he is this year, there's a leap. And I would say, you know, as a modern big, you've got to be able to switch. And when you can switch one through five and guard a guard, there's some hope for you long-term in the NBA because that league is going to more and more switching and a lot more, you know, positionless basketball. And Josh is as good as switching five-man in college basketball. And so as the rest of that catches up to that piece, the, the offense matches that switchability on defense. He's just going to – the sky's the limit for him also. You know, everybody wants everything now, but like we were talking about with the six-man award, it was Torian Prince, his junior year, he was six-man of the year. His senior year, he started, and then he was a lottery pick. Everybody's timetable is different, unfortunately, and I know that's hard on kids, and it's it's hard on coaches. I lose sleep over it because we love these kids so much. We love them mm-hmm. 14. We want them all to be happy. But if you stick to the program, even to a role as simple as being a six-man, more often than not, the ones that stay in player development uh, at Baylor reach their peak. And uh, it's a hard process. It's hard on everybody. But you've got to stick to it, and Josh is sticking to it, and we're real proud of him and He's going to have a great career here. All right. Well, I'm, uh, this will be exciting. Um, and I did want to ask you about Iowa State. Always good. I, I you know, tried to you know, trying to watch these other teams with the Cyclones. Extremely tough at home. But, uh, uh, you know, obviously I know you have a lot of respect for, um, you know, what that coach has done because he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's come in there and really, I mean, flipped that program immediately from you know coming off of just a, a really really bad season and they've been very good what is the what's the biggest key when you go up against iowa state this version of the cyclones i would say they're top five offense against a top five defense and the nice thing about defense is that it travels and if our jump shot doesn't come up with us on the road then you know you can have an off night you've seen that once in league so far we have um that K-State that happened to us, our jump shot didn't come with us. With Iowa State, it doesn't matter if their jump shot comes with them or not because it's a top-five defense. And then the other thing is that not only are they number one in the country in steal percentage that leads to transition points, uh, they're incredibly good offensive rebounders. So even if they're missing on the road, they're going to get second-chance, third-chance points. And um, Dave, you know, we're historically top-five, top-ten in the country offensive rebounding. We rarely get out-rebounded, and they did that to us last year. So uh, they're incredibly tough, and between the second-chance points and the ability to turn you over, even if they're not making jump shots, they can win a game ugly. And so we're going to we're gonna have to really take care of the basketball, really get clean shots, and then make sure they don't get a second and third shot against us. They're really well coached. they got a great culture, and they know who they are, and at the heart of who they are is toughness. So TJ's doing a great job. Yeah, TJ, um, it's uh, it's it's been interesting to watch. Top five offense, I love that, versus the top five defense. I mean, that's a 7 o'clock start. Hopefully the place will be rocking. I know it's going to be a capacity crowd, um, and uh, we will uh, be there. Um, John, thank you. Tell Coach P I said hey and the rest of the gang, and, um, you know, you guys uh, – you guys, I, I, this will be this will be a lot of fun. Appreciate you being on with us. Yeah, thanks for all you do. I'll make sure to tell Coach P and everyone else hello. And the Foster has been an absolute gift. We love it. We love playing here, and we're so thankful for 
the gift of it and the fans and Mac and the athletic department did a great job. So Saturday at 7 is going to be an awesome environment. So hope to see you there. All right, Luke, did Luke pick out a nice pullover? Do you know yet what you're going with tomorrow? I haven't received the text yet. I did make him make it known to him that you're expecting a pullover uh, gift here shortly, so I don't know when that's coming. But I have not received my text, so I can't tell you <laughs> if, if I agree with his choice or not. But uh, after the last win on the road, we were all black. My guess is that it's going to be all black. But that's just a guess. I, I... I think that could get blocked. We better not be too public about that. I could see I could see somebody blocking that. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night. All right. Have a great day. All right. John Jacobs, Baylor men's basketball associate head coach, great friend, great supporter of the show, as well as the rest of that staff. Really good staff. We love talking to them. And, um, I mean, if you – Listen to that interview. You learn like five different things we might not have known. I mean, it's just, uh, it's always, uh, it, it really is like kind of a basketball professor type deal when you start catching up with Jacus and uh, walks you through a lot of things. And so very, very interesting. It's it, it hard to even fathom Misi because he he looks like he was always this, you know, this tall. Three years ago, he's six six. I mean, and uh, uh, it's just kind of wild to think um, that he was—he was barely even playing basketball, and now he—he he truly could be, and could be becoming the, the most dominant center in the Big Twelve. He's on his way to something like that. All right, it's the um, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's get you caught up. We got a lot of breaking news, and then Campus Confidential. Hits at about 4.45. Let's do it all next. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from baseball head coach Mitch Thompson and women's basketball head coach Nikki Collin. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. February is here, and so are the big savings during the President's Day sale at Allen Samuels in Waco. New inventory is out on the lot right now and ready for immediate delivery. Ram 1500 is the most luxurious and technologically advanced Ram 1500 ever. Looking for an SUV? Have your pick of a Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, and Renegades. Need a midsize truck to get the job done? Drive a new Jeep Gladiator. President's Day sale event is a winner at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. 
Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. King of the Road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You know, it is, uh, Aaron and I were just talking about it. On the, It is the Matt Mosley Show. We'll do Campus Confidential coming up here in just a little bit. And uh, we got a lot to cover, a lot to talk about. Maybe college coaches perhaps moving to the NFL. Where's Chip Kelly? All of that. But, um. Aaron, John Jakus is, we got a lot of great guests. We'll have another one. Uh, the guy calling this game for ESPN's on with us at uh, 5 o'clock, and that is Pete Souza. Uh, we'll, we always have fun talking to Pete, but, man, I John Jakus always shares like three or four things that just really are kind of inside great knowledge for the fan. And... I mean, when he talks about players and kind of, I mean, I, I was just kind of really fascinated even as he am explaining what makes um, Langston's shot fake so good, so effective. And he called him one of the best shot fakers, as it, one of the best shot fakes in the country. And 
I just, you know, part of it makes sense. You better be a good shooter for a shot make to for a shot fake to work. So, as coach said, he's believable, and then um, and then of course he's just unpredictable with it. Sometimes he'll go up and shoot. Sometimes he won't. And if he if you take the fake, he might go by you. Um, Aaron, it's kind of wild to imagine Langston pre ACL with just that. You could see what they're talking about. He already is good at getting to the rim and finishing and getting to the free throw line. But the, the, the ACL probably did rob him of some of that explosion. Can it come all the way back? Maybe. Maybe. But I think I, I kind of get what Coach Jacobs is saying. You, you have to get to the point where you don't even think about it. And people that have had ACLs in the past, that's hard. We do a huge rehab, and then you just get to the point where, you know, when, once you have to kind of – you do it, and then you have to wear a knee brace for a long time and all that kind of stuff. That can be that can be tough to make that sort of mental switch. But it's coming. And there is something that you have to accept to really embrace a six-man role. Especially, Aaron, all these guys are coming. All their star players and top players are coming from these prep schools and academies. Prolific Prep, Link Academy, Montverde. And so to say to a guy from Montverde, we need you to come off the bench when he's a junior. That's that's not it's not always an easy thing, and yet Langston's embraced it. And Aaron, if there's a better six man in the conference, now there are some people coming off the bench in the conference that are putting up big numbers. There's a guy at Tech that grabbed my attention recently named McMillan, who hit 27 the other night. But this is this, I mean this is pretty uncommon to basically have maybe your most consistent scorer uh, coming off the bench. He, he gets to the – he does everything you need, plays good D. Um, it, this, is, it, this, is a, uh, this is a team that is not yet I, – I don't even think they're really close to their ceiling. Now, I hope they end up there in March. I mean, I hope that's when it happens um, and it happens at the right time. And all you need to do is just kind of catch it. They've had teams that were already at this point just playing tremendously and not losing and going on some huge streak. They started one season, I think, 18-0 and or something like that. This team is going to have some bumps along the way. But I've made this point to Scott recently. Aaron, there are moments – I saw him do something the other night that reminded you of Steph or even a little bit – you see LeBron uh, – well – uh, like what Luca can do, like he's he he's driving baseline. I'm talking about Ray J. Dennis, and again he does things that you know are maddening. You know, turn the ball over and things like that. Sometimes he'll have a rough shooting night. Sometimes he doesn't hit all his free throws. Okay, it happens. But then occasionally he'll turn that corner, Aaron, and he'll whip a pass with his left hand and rip it out to the three point line. And he did that the other night. And he rips a pass with his left hand. Whoever bridges, whoever caught it, gets it right to Langston. Uh, might have been Walter. A very unselfish team. And and got the three. Langston ends up with 24 points in that game. And I just, there are moments where I go, is he the best point guard in the in the conference? Now, it, it, Shed from Houston is the best. He's the best. Because consistently, night after night, he's, he's going to win games for you. And he's rarely going to lose games for you. 
Um, Ray J's not quite there from a consistency standpoint, but he does things that are uncommon. And and I, I think as long as he continues to get comfortable with his pace, with the aggression, with people trying to jump him out there, you know, on the on the pick and roll. I mean, if he can find counter moves to that, uh, he's on his way to being really, really good. And um, and then Aaron, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in Campus Confidential. We totally can, but uh, just a bummer of a night against the Longhorns. I, I Booker's good. She is good. I mean, I you know she's she's so tall to be playing point guard, but she looks okay out there handling the ball. Is she is she as good as Rory Harmon? No, no. But she can shoot. She can shoot the three. She can get to the rim. She's good. Maddie Booker's a good player. I mean, she's just she's really good. And then Aaron, they they um they had another. They had a couple of post players that just, I mean. First half, somebody got going, and then 44, Aaron. Um, now I'm I'm blanking on her name, Davis. Whatever, whatever. She bears have a problem with like bigger bodies, and they don't they just don't wall them off. And once they get the ball that close to the rim, Baylor's in trouble. And they were able to use their their center to just completely close the door on the Bears. Meanwhile, the Bears were firing away from three. Nikki came on uh, during the game, told Holly Rowe that the dribbling was too much. They were dribbling the ball around too much. She tried to get uh, Jana Van Guytenbeek in late. Jana hadn't played the whole game, and she tried to find something with Jana late. I admire Nikki for trying to keep looking and finding it. She's playing Yaya more, which I love. Yaya had some good moments, had some bad moments in that game. But, gosh, I mean, they packed in that zone, and I know you, I know they want them taking the open three, but, I mean, if Dre and Asia, I mean, like, who, Aaron, on this team right now would you say is a great knockdown three-point shooter? They certainly have players capable of it. Yaya can do it. Bella can certainly do it. Jana can do it. I, even, I love Danae Fritz's shot looks great from out there. Dre can knock it down. Asia can do it too. But like when you I mean it's just it's ma- it's maddening to watch them keep firing from out there. Sarah can do it, but she's been in a bit of a slump here lately. You go 7 for 30. I mean I I'd like to at some point to me you got to try something else against that zone. And a couple times I did see them find somebody in the middle of that zone they had a wide open look um it's just there were times in the first half Aaron where like Jada Walker I mean just did some really cool stuff like dribbled in made a beautiful pass got maybe got to the rim like she's obviously extremely capable but I mean like I don't I don't I don't know I mean, if I looked, if I showed you a box score game after game, like there's not a ton of games I can show you in conference where the three-point shooting is great. So I don't know if you need to play to this thought that, oh, this is a great three-point shooting team. The the facts don't back that up. I mean, like Baylor men came out the other night and went nine for 20. They're very capable. And when you're shooting like that, yeah, you bet. Keep shooting them. 
But but like in that second half against TCU, I'm trying to think which game, maybe it was TCU. Like they weren't hitting threes, and they just like totally went down low and drove and got to the free throw line and tried to do a bunch of that stuff. Like you've you got to kind of read a game and not and and again, Baylor's not the only team to do this. I see it in the NBA all the time. I see them like I see a team go seven for thirty. Seven for 35, eight for, and you're just like, why are you doing that? It's because it's all they work on. It's like shooting threes, spacing, desperately trying to get open looks, open threes, corner threes. And what do you expect them after, if they're like practicing that constantly to stop shooting them? Well, at the college level, to me, it's different. Like at some point, you got to say, no, 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 no. Let's get something going at the rim. Let's get somebody out there running, the, uh, get get the ball to the middle, get a little high-low working, do something. But um, that was difficult to watch because it was like, it wasn't, Texas wasn't exactly lighting you up, and yet you couldn't respond. Uh, got it to eight, got it to eight in the fourth quarter, but for the most part could not respond, and uh, that was frustrating. All right, let's do some Campus Confidential. Let's do it next. Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell Center on Saturday hosting Iowa State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Central Texas, it's time to support our youth. You're invited to attend the 2024 McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 5th through the 9th at Extraco Event Center in Waco. More than 500 McLennan County 4-H and FFA students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual Sale of Champions, Friday, February 9th at 6.30 p.m. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. For more information, call 254-722-2597 and like the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show on Facebook. My house has a new Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, man. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. We had the news earlier today. Uh, Cam is moving down uh, a different to a different hour. He's been 12 to 2. You hear him on the press box with Ward. That's been a real fun show with Aaron. And um, there'll be a little bit of a change with that show. You'll still have Aaron and Ward, uh, but Cam is going to be joining us in the afternoons. And uh, it'll be fun. Cam is a funny dude. He's uh, very plugged in. Loves Baylor, went to Baylor, talks about Baylor constantly. And um, so we have a lot of different opinions and thoughts on everything. But uh, we're excited about that. Cam will be out. Golly, he'll be out on the sales. He's a big sales guy now. He'll be out uh, uh, bringing in even more partners. Our show is just doing unbelievably well. Thanks to all you guys that listen to us. And then our great uh, sponsors, Partners, our presenting sponsor, of course, Central National Bank. And then the sponsor of this fine segment is, uh, which, you know, some basketball coaches from Baylor have said, Matt, that's, our, that's my favorite segment. Always fun. Coach P, if you're out there, hope you're listening to us. Uh, had Coach Jacobs on with us uh, earlier today. 
But um, and then uh, this is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet, JTC. And uh, I see Jim at all the Baylor men's games. Always fun to see him. And then we'll see him there courtside tomorrow night as we get ready for the Cyclones and the Bears <laughs> to get it on. TJ in that tight golf shirt that he wears will be in town. <laughs> it's medium. All right. He gets that medium on, cuts off his circulation, but the <laughs> man can still coach. Man can still coach. Good. That's a good team that's rolling in here, the old Cyclones. All right, Aaron. Without further ado, what do we uh, what do we have on the agenda for Campus Confidential? The Big Ten and SEC have formed a joint advisory group of university presidents, chancellors, and ads to quote address the significant challenges facing college athletics and how to improve the student athlete experience. The conference is announced today. The move is significant because it reflects a growing relationship between the two largest and wealthiest conferences in the country and their respective commissioners. The advisory group will act as the consultant to the leagues but won't have authority to implement changes. And its composition and timetable and the specific issues it'll even tackle still have yet to be determined. But this is a, a first early step, a lot of people think, to a super conference in college football. Aaron, how's the alliance doing? How's that? Is that going okay? No, let's ask Klivkoff. Oh, he said no comment. Oh, George. I don't know what George is up to. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they try to call this thing the the Power 2, the P2, whatever, you know, instead of the P5. I don't know right now. You don't even have Pac-12 will go away. Maybe you'll have the P4. But this does not shock me. The powers that be, the big dogs, let's huddle together. Let's huddle together. I mean, I don't even think your mark wants to attend your meeting anyway. But they're all going to go advisory committee. The big, I mean, and, and again, Aaron, we'll just all wait. It'll be like watching the smoke come up, you know, from the Vatican when they're, when they're bringing out the next pope. What, what will they come out and tell us? What? Oh, SEC, almighty oh, SEC and Big Ten, what do you have for us? What, will, will you leave anything for the rest of us? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you knew this was going to happen. And so this is, and I again, Sankey, and I haven't talked to him in years, so I don't. But Sankey and I, many years ago, the SEC commissioner, he and I used to have lunch. And he was the, when he was the Sunbelt Commissioner or whatever it was. <laughs> now he big time. And, oh, gosh. Well, yeah, maybe. I'm sure he would be nice if I ever tried, but it's not like I've ever really reached out to him since then. But Greg Sankey. And who's the new guy, Aaron? Who's our Big Ten guy? Tony somebody? You remember he came over from CBS. Tony. Petiti? Uh, Petiti. Yeah, yeah. Tony Petiti. And um, and they'll get together and then just inform the rest of us what they want to do. Just don't mess up. I mean, I know you're going to keep screwing up football, but could you try not to mess up hoops? Could we just please still have March Madness? Because they even some of the and maybe I can't remember where Scott Drew falls on this, but there's there's still people that want to you know take it back to 
or make it like a hundred team or have everybody in the tournament, which is just I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Part of the fun is the bubble talk and who's gonna get in, who's not. I mean, what's wrong with that? If you if you if you have a hundred teams, Aaron, how many bad teams do you have? Twenty out of the hundred, you'd have at least twenty kind of like nothing teams. Let me I saw a team last night, Aaron, that will not come close to making the NCAA tournament. It's the USC Trojans. <laughs> I'm tired of reading every year, oh, they got this guy, they got that guy, they got the number one player in the country, Andy Enfield. Oh, they're going to be great at USC. Aaron, you know what their conference record is? Two and eight. <laughs> they're two and eight. That's with the Pac-12. number one player in the country and LeBron yeah. James' son on that team. Uh-huh, Bronny. Yeah. Now, Isaiah in defense, Isaiah Collier's not been playing, okay, the number one player in the country. Oh. But – they have all these unbelievable people, apparently. And then they're playing at the USC arena, which I don't even know if that's a big deal or not. There was nobody there. And they just get beat like a drum by Oregon. Who they're not that good either. And then you got Bill Walton saying Aaron what's his name? Is Lenardi is saying that they're only gonna get three teams in the Pac twelve. And Walton starts saying that he, he thinks they're gonna get seven teams in. And they said, Bill. Lenardi knows this stuff. Why are you saying that? And, and Bill just starts ripping on Lenardi. <laughs> he's like, that guy's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the weird one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of I get a kick out of him still. But hey, he is hippies annoy completely. He's, he annoys you? Yes. Yes. I, I, I don't find I, I can take or... him in small doses. <sighs> like, like, if they put him on – if I had to watch him as much as we used to see, like Vital – I, I there's no way, but on a late night Pac-12 game, I I can kind of take him and kind of have a little fun with it. All right, sir. What else do you have? Michigan football has a new offensive coordinator. They have promoted quarterbacks coach Kurt Campbell to the position. Campbell, 37, will replace new head coach Sharon Moore in the role while continuing to work with Wolverines quarterbacks. The school said today. He was elevated from an analyst role to oversee quarterbacks after Michigan fired co-offense coordinator Matt Weiss in January amid investigations into possible computer access crimes at the team's office. This is like Nixon's White House. They're innocent. These are just a bunch of crooks. How dare you. I mean, (laughs) what did Nixon say that time? Like, I'm I'm not not a a crook. crook. (laughs) I'm not a crook. By the way, Aaron, watch that thing on Max. What? Go back and watch that White House Plumbers. I kind of liked it. I, I'm not even sure what America thought about that or if they even watched it. But it's 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 all about some of those like lower level creeps, basically. Well, it's Gor- G. Gordon Liddy. It's about him and 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 um, oh, who was his other helper? And it's good. I liked it. Woody Harrelson plays one of them. And the guy playing G. Gordon Liddy is just really good in it. And it's it's very funny and I think eh, mostly factual. Mostly factual. But, I mean, it's also played for comedy. But I, I think if you're kind of a history buff and you like drama and you like comedy, give it a look. Aaron, I think I've, I, that describes you, doesn't it? All th- you like all three of those things. Yeah, I just, I don't, the whole Watergate thing is so boring to me. 
just such a non-event, even at the time, compared to a hundred other things that have happened, and they're still making 40. movies about it. It's just, it's just amazing. You weren't even alive at the time, you're. Oh, you're right. Um, I, I, I'd hear about it. Even I'm just more. saying, I it is good. I think you would end up having a little a little different view of no, Watergate. I, and I, 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 I it probably is. It's just the subject matter is just so boring to me. I've, I got you. I read this was Woodward and Bernstein's book in college, and it was a mm-hmm. great book. And well, that's one of my favorite movies, honestly. All the President's yeah. Men. That, that was great. I mean, that is, I mean, Hoffman, Redford, Robards, whoa. All right. Aaron, if we've got any left, we'll, we'll hold it over. I think we ended up getting to two of your stories, but uh, it was a good visit, no, no less. Now, we do need to get our man, Pete Souza. I mean, he's, he... He's so big time, he's doing this highly ranked game tomorrow night from Foster Pavilion. It is Pete Souza. His return, his triumphant return to the Mosley Show is next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. Call 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Central Texas, it's time to support our youth. You're invited to attend the 2024 McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 5th through the 9th at Extraco Event Center in Waco. More than 500 McLennan County 4-H and FFA students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual Sale of Champions, Friday, February 9th at 6.30 p.m. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. For more information, call 254-722-2597 and like the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. 
It's true. At The Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only The Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And, um... We what a day it's been, and I mean it. Just get the guests just kind of keep. I mean, every time I'm like, man, big time guest, and then here we are. Pete Souza is uh, is joining us now. I mean, he those pictures there were coming from the Metroplex. Had an AAC game the other night. Big time guest, definitely not big time guest. But happy to be here. (laughs) This is big. I mean, on that major. National televised game tomorrow night from the Foster Pavilion, calling that game for um, for ESPN. It is our own Pete Souza returning. Up, and uh, Pete, who is that you were taking? That was a really cool photo. Who who are you taking that picture with before the game the other night? The uh, was that your family? Who is I, I saw one go out. Oh, like, oh, oh. <laughs> that was my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my girlfriend, and that was her son. Yeah. Oh man, that's a, that's a uh, yeah. I mean, I, I Pete, I would encourage you to hang on to her. My goodness, yeah, you know, I was kind of <laughs> like, I always I've had healthy respect for you, but I saw that photo go out on Twitter, and I'm like, well, Pete's, I mean, we got to really show him the proper respect. So, Pete, see if I'll you can kind of keep that coverage. thing rolling. I'll kick in my coverage for years. Yes. Goodness gracious, Pete, doing doing good work there. Okay, um, and what was that? What was that game the other night? Was that uh, that was some UNT action under Coach Hodge? Yeah. 
former home of Grant McCaslin and who did who were oh UAB the was that the uh, the UAB Blazers and UAB and I got I did the game with Tom Crean and he he was the best guy ever he he talked yeah. he talked to to my girlfriend and her son for a, a long time after the game just because he's such a good guy and then yeah. he also was just so generous with his time and and uh, and and you know, he talked to the guys on UNT after shoot around. And that, that guy just has basketball in his blood. And, you know, his brother-in-law, brother-in-laws are, are, are the Harbaugh's. He's mm-hmm. married to their sister. And uh, so he was, he was on an emotional roller coaster, right, football-wise for the past couple of weeks. But we got to see a great game. UAB actually hung on, and they beat Coach Hodge and, and UNT. But Coach Hodge is doing an amazing job at North Texas, and it was pretty cool to see it firsthand that defense they have is awesome and the american conference i got to do a couple of those games in a row i did unt uab uh and then last night i did uh it was tulane at smu and uh yeah man great opportunities good games and now it's back to the big 12 and uh we got a big one coming up tomorrow night man yeah and in preparing for that this cyclones team boy tj He's got that program going. I mean, it it it, um, it had fallen on hard times. I think they may have been the first team I've ever can remember going like zero and eighteen under Coach Prom. I liked him, Prom or however we say that, Steve yeah, Prom. And, and they were I, I liked two that guy. Twenty two. They were yeah. two and twenty two. Yeah. Well, bad. yeah. I mean, it was a it was a it was a horrible season. And then TJ comes in, and boy, now you can flip a program in a hurry, but. You know, I, I wondered about them when they lost Hunter, and I thought, man, I cannot believe that kid went to Texas. And quite honestly, he's been fine for Texas. He's a good player. He had a buzzer beater to beat uh, the Bears, sadly. But they they just they didn't really – they kind of moved on and did their thing. I don't think until I had Coach Jacobs on, I didn't realize they were so good this season on defense. Bears are known as an incredibly offense, you know, efficient offensive team – but Iowa State, what are they? What as you kind of prepared for this thing? What gives with that? Is this? Is this? Uh, I mean, do they pack a zone in? What are they kind of known for for being able to have that good of a defense? Well, I'll tell you, they're holding opponents to I think just researching today under sixty-two points a game, which is like top twenty in the country, yeah, top fifteen. And you, you, they they got Rob Jones, and and last year he was the kind of guy that was. Sort of like an emotional leader, and this year it's it's been more so. He's just a defensive menace, and as he goes, a lot of times their defense goes. Taman Lipsy's just a pickpocket. It's not so much Coach Otzelberger, and he'll tell you it's no secret. He'll throw a zone at teams once in a while to keep them on their toes and to really just kind of show them a change of pace. But they're they're pretty man, they're pretty much man to man from my experience covering them. And they're they're real good at it too, and they do a great job like Kelvin Sampson and Houston with that help side defense, where they really are connected defensively. And and, and Trey King is, is another guy who is just long and lean, and he'll block your shot, he'll take the ball away from you, he'll steal it from you. And Keyshawn Gilbert, the guy that they got uh, from UNLV, he transferred in. He's really good defensively too. And he can score. You, you got three guys on the team who are, you know, very good defenders and also can, can fill it up, which is a, a real bonus for them. 
The one thing I'll say about Iowa State this year, um, which could just make them vulnerable, I think, tomorrow night, is on the road, they're not nearly as good as they are at home. Uh, this, they, they could be 0-3 on the road. They beat TCU by a point, I think, um, mm-hmm. earlier this season, and they lost to BYU and they lost to Oklahoma. So they're 1-2 and two in the conference on the road. Uh, so I think tomorrow night, advantage Baylor uh, playing yeah. in, in the new Foster Pavilion. Well, you need to establish the Foster as your home, at, you know, get that thing going a little bit. Great win at UCF. And I, I know it's hard for Baylor fans right now because there's some thought that, boy, they had those heartbreakers three in a row, and so the record could be a lot better than it is. But, you know, if you can kind of get past that and get rolling, the good news is nobody's, like, running away with this thing. Houston's, what, 6-2. and two. Um, but you know, obviously really good. They've, they've been in some tough spots, but nobody is just like racing away with this. Kansas is looking, speaking of vulnerable teams, Kansas looks kind of vulnerable. And, um, and, and so we'll, we'll kind of see how that, Case State Baylor. Sunday for Baylor at Kansas. That'll be a lot of fun next Saturday, I guess. Wow. Yeah. That's big. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun. And I think with Baylor, you look at their losses, it's, They've been so close, and that yeah. just gives you an idea. They're right there in every single game, and the ability to battle back and to beat UCF last night uh, or, or a couple nights ago on the road shows that they, they have, you know, that they're a very good team, and, and yeah. they're outside of Walter and Meese, they're an older team, and I think that under Scott Drew's tutelage, that they're, that, that losing streak, hey, man, it's great that it comes in January, right? And then it doesn't come yeah. in February. Now you turn the page. And even Iowa State hasn't played since Saturday. So you could say, okay, huge advantage Iowa State. But I got to call a game last night, and I think it, it was Tulane. They hadn't played in five days, so you expected them to have a lot of energy, and they got smoked by SMU. So that rest could be a little overrated. They have probably been preparing for Baylor for more about a week now. So that gives them a little bit of an advantage because you, you talked about it. You had Coach Jacobs on earlier. Uh, Iowa State has some great assistants as well that will certainly get them, get, get them ready to go. But this is now we turn the page into February, and this is where things really, really start to get interesting. And teams, now it's okay. How do we respond when things get tough? It's like our, our, our guy Dave Veranda says. Or I'll call him my guy because I like him. I can't speak for you. But how are things going when things – when they're not going well, you know? And so Baylor has shown, hey, we can handle it when they're not going well. We can bounce back. It, it will be big for them if they could pull out a tough victory at home against a really good opponent. I think that's something they need to do this year uh, in order to kind of get their swagger back. All right. I like Dave, too. Uh, so you can speak for both of us. All right. Yeah. Good, good, good. I, so, yeah, I, I got to be careful. Yeah, no, I, I, I certainly hope that um, they can bounce back this season. I don't know if you've been watching any of the recruiting, but, yeah, man, they, they've they got some guys, huh? Yeah, I mean, I I was going to drive by the stadium a little later, and I, I, I think I might in, in encounter the entire DeSoto roster over there. I love that. Yeah, that's DeSoto. Great DeSoto has shown up on the, the Baylor campus. This is great. This is a great development, by the way, because I think they had 
they just weren't quite doing what they needed to do in the DFW area. And this Keenan Hall guy they brought in from SMU, I had him on the other day. Boy, the people I love him. Yeah, yeah. people really like him. And he's also a guy, he's, he's kind of like me, not afraid to leave the sunglasses on inside occasionally. And so I think <laughs> we, have a real, oh, yeah, we have a real kinship in that area. And um, and so Keenan has uh, he's got he's kind of injected some excitement into the program and these other coaches too Jake and Jarrett and um, I mean the whole we had Chris uh, oh Kapilovic on the other day and and I'm telling you Pete I mean I'm not saying it rivals the the numbers your interviews do but I looked and that guy it was like fifteen to seventeen thousand views I mean people really? are hungry. For the Bears to turn around the football, so that that that'll be good. By the way, on the uh, you can reference. By the way, the Iowa State Baylor played them last year in the Big Twelve tournament. I was there, and I, that's about as mad as I've seen Scott. And in fact, I ventured into some questions. Scott almost spanked me in public. I mean, he <laughs> he was hot. And that Iowa State what, team. Would you try to give him that number where you you, you said, "Hey, are, are you guys just getting ready for the tournament?" No, I mean, I came at him like, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't try to soft shoe it. I just kind of like, I did say, maybe once I did say something like that, but I, my, that was before the game and he did kind of, he might've, he might've kicked me out on that, but yeah, I, they got out rebounded by like 30 by Iowa state. They got embarrassed on the glass. Like Iowa state big bodied and bullied them all around the court and it was ugly. And I, and I said something like, well, Scott, what are you? What do you do? Like I, I, you know, what do you do after that? I mean, what can you do like in practice simulation? Basically, how do you respond to getting your rear end just kicked like they did? And Scott gave me kind of a, he shot back at me. He's like, show up, show up when we get back to Waco and you'll see, show up at practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, which I, I, I like an invite it. to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought Scott meant, Hey, mostly. Just and I was out there, you know, outside the Coliseum, at the Ferrell Center. Nobody would let me in, but uh, no, Scott. I like it when Scott kind of gets gets after me. He's had to do so it a, one one time in COVID. He got mad at me over something, and he, ooh, he let me. And this was not public. This was one time I did. I've tweeted something, and Scott let me have it. That's okay. That's okay. If you're friends with somebody for 22 years, you're gonna, you know, you got to be mad at each other every once in a while. Um, no, he he's, does a good. You know, I've, I've heard that from players too and other coaches, and he's a mastermind as far as he's the type of coach, and and it's obvious that he likes you, right? Because he's getting on you, and that to me is a sign that's a coach that likes a player or a media member when they pull him aside and say, "Hey, what happened here?" Or "Let's get this right," or you mm-hmm. know, if you have a question like that, you can ask me solo. And the same thing, he does the same thing with his players. And they respond to that. Now, sometimes, um, you know, some coaches, as we, have, you and I both have experienced, right, being on the media side, well, they just do it in public, uh, <laughs> which is another thing. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a class act, and I and I do like I do like uh, the philosophy and the psychology behind how these coaches motivate and galvanize their players and get their media members in line too. Yeah, pretty much impossible to get me in line. I mean, others have tried, and that certainly has not something that's happened. Other in employers, 
one of the reasons I've had several of them over the years. They do not have much success with that. Talking to Pete Souza, he'll be calling this game for ESPN. And, and feel free to use this, too. This is kind of cool, and I'm sure you've come across this in preparing for all these games. But it is kind of cool when you think back on how Baylor has sort of become sixth man you. And, and I had forgotten about some of them. Jake has brought them up, like um, Tari and Prince. But his junior yeah. year was the sixth man of the year for the Bears. You, you go back and, like, several dudes. Uh, Sohan was actually voted sixth man of the year because Amazing, he wasn't right? starting. Now start, yeah, yeah. And now he course starts for the Spurs. So um, for several years they had guys coming off the bench, and now they have one in Langston Love. And I, I'm not so sure Langston isn't their most consistent scorer right now. I mean, he – you 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 almost can pencil, and I, I don't know what his average is, but I'm I'm talking about like conference in the in the games that truly yeah. matter right now. He you can pencil him in for like fifteen to sixteen points a night, and to get that off your bench, that's pretty awesome. And he's just a great like from a character standpoint, he's off the charts. Well, and he's the guy that came through in the clutch for him on the road in Orlando. You know, and, and that's the guy. Last time you and I had a chance to chat, we were talking about, you know, Ray J. Dennis and a ton of minutes, and you know, backup, who, who, who's able to take over a point guard, and, and he's shown the ability to do that a little more. Love has, which has been able to free Dennis up a, a little bit, which you know he, they still lack in depth at the point guard position. Baylor does, but you just mentioned his versatility and his character and his ability to kind of have that versatility and he's shown us that all year long it, it is amazing uh the depth that Baylor has had uh, over the course of the past you know four or five years yeah and he came to the podium the other night after that UCF game I watched it um I watched it later the uh post game because he had 24 points in that game and I mean it was like I mean he was just a, it was like the perfect Baylor post game moment like they they're kind of you know ready to visit with him and uh i mean you know like a short devotional started with almost kind of a short and i think some of those ucf folks were kind of like whoa whoa what do we what do we have here what do we have here the aac i don't know if they were doing a lot of sunday school lessons during those post games and so uh it was good good to see i don't think Um, so either i don't think so either and i think it's great yeah (laughs) that's right that's right well and 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 i go by the way i go on the road and people ask me to say you know, where do you live? I say, I live in Waco. They say, oh, really? And I tell them my affiliation with the city and working at Channel 10. And, uh, you know, that's how I ended up here. And, and we end up talking about Baylor. And I truly have, you know, I'm a guy from the Northeast. I went to college at the University of Richmond. But a Villanova guy. I grew up in the shadow of the university. My mom worked there. My brothers went there. But there's something really special about Baylor. And, and the way I, I found myself telling somebody this recently on the road, I, I, the, when I meet students at Baylor, it's it's they are the brightest nicest kids uh i have come across as a whole right to cast a wide net on everything i mean they're just great great kids i've had great experiences at baylor uh with the students there and of course the staff and uh, it is different i will say that it is different yeah 
I mean, I I think this host you're talking to is a little different, but not in the way you're talking about. Just a, <laughs> just, just just strange. All right. Well, I tell you, I always I get excited when you're doing these games. That'll be fun. And but see, usually I kind of like it because then I, I I make a point to stay home and listen to you. But I actually am attending this one, so maybe I'll have to catch it on the replay or whatever. But uh, have a uh, have a good call. And, uh, I, you know, it'll go. Who's with you, by the way, on this one? Mike O'Donnell. Uh, yeah, and he's the guy who played at UCF. And he's kind of he's on the come up here as an analyst. I think people that uh, watch the game, they'll enjoy it. They'll, they'll enjoy Which, him. They yeah, had another I, I, I former U. Yeah. I got a chance to work with Perry Clark last night, uh, coach to uh, Tulane and, and Miami. And, and he was a special guy. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I now they had a UCF guy on the game the other night, like a former DJ UCF Taylor. player. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I at some point you look up and all these guys are UCF guys. So let's get some more. Need to get some bear. Oh, we got King. We do have hey, a representative. We got King, man, King is King. like they love ESPN, and for good reason because he's a great dude and he's really good at his job. But they love him. ESPN loves King, so that's pretty cool. Well, and he had the good. Uh, I mean, to be able to do games with J-Mo, that's, that's a gift for a young up-and-coming analyst, a former Baylor player. And, and, uh, but, I mean, somebody, you know, that, 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 that it can be that kind of mentor and kind of help show him the ropes. I think that is a, uh, a gift to King. All right, Pete, it is uh, tremendous to talk to you. Have, a, uh, have, a, uh, have an awesome uh, uh, game, and uh, we'll, I'll come by and say hello, all right? You better. I'll bring you a Hellberg barbecue sandwich. Don't tease. Uh, they're, Don't tease they're, serving, they're serving those at the games now in the grab-and-go area. All right, there you go. Thanks, thanks, Pete. All right, Matt. Appreciate it, dude. All right, Pete's gone off. He's gotten a fresh haircut, loves to get a fresh cut before these games, and he'll, he'll say, give me about a number. I think once you're on TV as much as he is, you cannot get a real true – hardcore shave on the side you need to stay at least on the guard you don't want to even get more under a two uh under a three even on the guard um but uh it is uh, pete souza joining the matt mosley show we do have um john jacus I, I there were just some things that that john shared with us earlier in the show today that i need to i need to share with you guys I mean, it, it was. There's some stuff you'll hear about Langston Love. There's some stuff you'll hear about uh, Ojanwana, and then Misi. I mean, Eve Misi. I I made some argument with. Uh, it wasn't an argument. I made some kind of point recently where I thought maybe from an NIL perspective that big men would stay around a little longer, but he's just developing too quickly, and he's too great. Not to be, I don't know if he'll be a lottery pick, but now he's being projected as the 20th pick in the NBA. Walter's being projected, oh, about 10th, about 10th, so as a lottery pick. But, um, again, let's watch these guys. We may only get to watch them for another month or so. Let's month and a half. Let's hope this thing goes all the way through March and into April, and uh, we'll do that. All right, we'll hear from uh, Coach John Jacus of the Baylor Bears We'll do that next. Baylor, Big 12 women's basketball 
on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play this Sunday to take on the Houston Cougars. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters